0: It's time for Dr. Lisa gives a shit. How are you guys doing?
1: Hello I, Lisa. Awesome.
0: Hey. I well hi hi Dylan and Merrill. I was actually saying hello to the uh, Audience. uh to my listeners, but I'm glad to hear hear your voices come through so uh clearly. This is the thing guys. This is a banner day. This is like totally going to be like we have so much to get done, so I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen, and then I'm gonna tell you how great the station is, and then I'm gonna put you back in touch with Dylan and Merrill. So here's the deal uh, uh, Dylan I know Dylan and Merrill. I know them from completely different uh parts of my world. I met Meryl because I live in Bushwick and she is one of the very, very important and extremely successful artist photographers who's come out of the Bushwick scene. Um, and, uh, and I know Dylan, who I've met through friends and I have seen her perform. We have competed for Miss Subways. Uh she is currently our Miss Subways, her and her band. Uh but anyway, it's so here's the phobia. Yeah. Okay, thank you. So here's so here's the thing. The weird thing is is that there's two weird things. One weird thing is that Merrill was Dylan's teacher when he was in middle school, which is when so, she was in middle school. When you she was in middle school. Oh my yep. God. Did I fuck that up? Yep. Um please forgive me. It's okay. Oh, okay, cool. Uh I'm really bad at this getting these pronouns right. It's true. I am. So anyway, when she was in middle school and uh anyway. <laughs> I fucked that up. Can you believe it already? All right, well, well, it's, that? It's, that makes it fine. easy to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the thing is is that Meryl was Dylan's teacher, so Dylan and I actually had a an incident where I I don't really know what happened. Meryl's sort of bringing us together. We're gonna find out what happened. We're gonna discuss it. We're gonna get through it. And the other thing is is that this is the first time in ten years that Meryl and Dylan have seen each other yeah, which in is, person. In person, yeah. which is, oh, well, um, yeah, social media, yeah, yeah, that but that's, is a that's way to see somebody. Thing. And, like, it's so crazy because the last time they saw each other was in in person was in a classroom. Right, yeah. guys? Right. Mm-hmm. No, Where probably you were probably the, your, high, your middle school graduation, I was there. Yeah. That's it. So, so we're going to find out what the two of them, uh, their impressions of each other in that situation. Dylan being the student and Meryl being the teacher. So I'm going to, I have to tell you about, but before we oh get God. to all that, we have to get to the fun. You know, I'm, I'm to teach Meryl how to how wear, to wear, headphones, wear
1: headphones, headphones properly.
0: She's having a... You didn't have to wear headphones. They didn't teach, they didn't have that class in school. Okay, so cool. I just want to tell you guys about the drive. To- <laughs> we do such great stuff here, and you guys should uh, go to our Drive to Five fundraising campaign. It's Drive to Five because we're going to be turning... Five years old, and we need to raise twenty five thousand dollars if we're going to get to our sixth year. And you can also get like a really great t shirt. There's a big choice of t shirts, five different t shirts. One of them I designed too. One of them is by artist David Kramer. So you should go there uh, to the um, radiofreebrooklyn dot org slash drive to five and. Donate some money, get yourself a really cool T-shirt. Okay, well, I want to do these two people justice here, so I'm going to have them. in They're both um, prolific artists, and so I just want, before we get started, I want to establish that about both of them, okay, folks? So I'm going to tell you a little bit about them as artists, and then we will get into the meat of the discussion. But Meryl? Is uh, she's got so much stuff coming up this year. She's got, I'm just going to go through it really quick because this, these are just facts about them, and we want to get, I want to hear about this shit. Like, I want to get the feeling what it's like for them to be seeing each other. So, um, Meryl was born in 1951 in the South Bronx. She taught for 30 years as a New York City public school teacher. She, uh, got a lot, she got, Um. she was a 1978 CETA artist grant recipient. And now she, her work has been shown in like places like the Whitney and the D, and all that shit. So I'm going to let her tell you about herself.
2: Oh, thank you. I actually was never in the Guggenheim. No, no, no. But thank, I said, but thank I you. said Whitney, but hey, life is short or life is longer still.
0: Okay. Thank I don't you. know if Lisa actually okay, said the Guggenheim. I said the Whitney, uh, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know what, folks? I just want to put this out there. I'm a little nervous because I am a lot older than Dylan, and I feel very protective of her, and I've already insulted her, and I don't know why, and she's also a lot more confident as a performer than I am, and that always intimidates me. So I just have to put that out there, and that's why I'm nervous. A little nervous. Okay. It's okay, right?
2: So why, don't, so why don't we, why don't we talk about that first? Okay, why don't we because, get that out of the way? She, so, okay, well,
0: all right. mean, I think or, that. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, I mean,
1: because, I think that your achievements are pretty important, Meryl. Yeah. But but yeah, whatever you guys want to do.
3: Okay.
0: Okay. So. Okay. So. Meryl's. Now we're at the. Okay, let's get into it, and 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 then we can talk about. Okay. I just want you. I mean, you guys get the idea. They're both very impressive, obviously, creative people. And um do you want to get that over? Should, what do you think? Should yeah, we do that first? Yeah. Let's get it out of the right. way because it's it making me with. feel fucking awkward. Yeah. So so, Dylan, you yes. got mad at me. It took me a long time to realize why. I thought, I thought that we had a lot of mutual respect and I uh, so affection. And uh, the next thing I know, I see you at a, some social thing and I'm friendly to you and you didn't say hello to me and I couldn't figure out why. And I had no, I had nothing but good feelings towards you. So I mean,
1: I did. I also had nothing but good feelings towards you until so, what happened.
0: So what happened?
1: Um, well, we were at the footlight. And live on stage in front of an audience of people, you said that I didn't have the right to call myself a woman because I didn't get periods. And um, I think you said something about I haven't been through what you've been through with the um,
0: breast cancer. Yeah.
1: Or something like that. And uh, that. Yeah, I think just you said that I didn't have the right to call myself a woman. And yeah, that was pretty insulting, and I don't know, I guess you were drunk um uh 'cause you didn't seem to remember saying it um or maybe you did i don't know
0: uh no i do I do remember it now that you mention it the The thing is is to me maybe it's naivete, maybe it's cause you know i'm didn't didn't grow up with. I mean, gender fluidity is something that I think is important. I think it's a part of evolution. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of respect for it. We're talking about this like four or five years ago, maybe already.
1: Um, Maybe like four years ago. Four years ago.
0: Oh, this happened four years ago?
1: Yeah, Yeah, maybe three or four years ago.
0: So I didn't realize that I understand what you're saying, because if you feel like you're if you're a female, no matter Mm -hmm. what kind of um, physical being you're in being a female is it, you know, that's there. It's probably very frustrating and it's very, it's hard enough to do, to live that life. And I'm making it harder by saying what I said. And I, is that right? Yes. Okay. So I understand that now. And actually, I had a gay friend of mine explain that to me. I told him the story because you texted me when I was in LA staying yeah. with my gay friends. And now I do understand it. So I'm going to say thank you for helping me understand that. Now at the time, I was kidding around.
1: It didn't and- really feel like a joke. It was like, I don't know, it was it was just like it was like pretty out of the blue and like weird. Like like it wasn't prompted by anything, and that was the weirdest part to me was that it was kind of like I was like goofing around on stage and we were kind of like telling like actual jokes and then you kind of just came out of the blue with that and I was just kind of like, what the fuck?
0: Okay, I can I know I'm understanding that you said that you feel that way, but from my point of view, Uh I mean, it may have felt hostile. Mm -hmm. It definitely was not, it was from probably some hostility or anxiety or whatever that was coming from me that was not about you personally and i actually felt really angry and hurt myself when i found out that you were mad at me because i feel i feel like i am somebody that really cares about other people and tries to give people the benefit of the doubt and it tries to be supportive of people that have difficult um obstacles in their life and i myself have had some incredible obstacles and abuse as well. And I don't think I felt, I feel like I was judged harshly by you and unfairly. I well, mean,
1: I felt that what you did was unfair and harsh also, because before you said that in front of a room full of people into a microphone, which is different than if you said it to me privately, I mean, it still would have like been hurtful. But it is different if you're airing it that publicly. Um, Before you said that to me, I had nothing but respect for you. I would constantly sing your praises to everyone. And I really admired you. Um, And I really, really respected you as an artist. And I looked up to you. And so I think more so than like... It actually hurt worse than like a stranger in the street telling me something like that. Because... You were someone who I really admired. Um and um as as another woman, as another female artist. Well And and as an artist just in general.
0: Actually to tell you the truth, when you texted me, this is make me feel really emotional. Um I was really moved by that. And I I didn't I didn't expect I didn't know that you felt thought that at all or or I just didn't wasn't aware of that and I feel really bad about that of course um I feel really bad about it I also feel hurt that I just do you understand why I feel like I understand why you're mad I totally get it and I totally see what I did was wrong Mm -hmm. and I I want if I haven't apologized, please allow me to apologize for it now. Okay. You have to do it three times. I'm really sorry, Dylan. I love you, sweetheart. Okay?
3: okay. All right.
0: I'm really sorry. Okay. And and I know it
2: words are dangerous. you know, words are Oh, are I, I and, and I said and and, and, and also we I could say the three of us pretty whatever the word we might share quirky. Mm -hmm. you know something queer quirky about us Mm -hmm. and and i know that something i work on in therapy is blurting 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 and sometimes i blurt or too often i blurt things that i wish i didn't right well yeah well it just it
1: felt like you were resentful of me lisa and so I think that after that, I didn't, I, it it kind of made me feel like I couldn't, I couldn't totally trust you.
0: I can understand. Because it felt like
1: you kind of blurted something out that was maybe a more private feeling. But now that not only did I know that, but you said it in front of a room, literally, I mean, it was a packed, it was a packed house that night. No, I, so the I, I'm not you said denying that, that at all. It did kind of break a trust and it did make me feel like I couldn't really talk to you.
0: I I understand. I totally understand why you feel that way. Um, I do, and I and I am really sorry for it. I, it was a blurt. It was something that. Do you, do you do you see how it wasn't personal? I don't think it was. I mean, I, you're I don't entirely.
1: I don't entirely see how it wasn't personal. To be honest.
0: Well, it was personal to you. But I don't think it was it could have been a different person who was also It could have
1: been another transgender woman, I guess. You could have also said something really like fucked up, too.
0: Right. Exactly. (laughs) But it was me. But I also think that in all fairness, I don't. Actually, if you
1: said that to another trans woman and I was there, I'd probably, like, also be mad at you. Because that would, like, still be pretty mean.
0: As well you should be. (laughs) No, I mean, I can see why you think it's mean. But I also think that I do go out of my way to try to, like, I feel like I've taken a lot of shit in my life for being, like, a decent human being. And... When people that I like to think have been through difficult things, I don't know, you probably can't tell, like, all the shit I've been through, but...
1: I'm sure you've been through a lot. It doesn't erase... It doesn't make what you did less fucked up. I I, I, I
0: believe I'm that saying, you... I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm just saying that I think, like, you can... I just would like to know. I would like to believe that you can sort of understand where I was coming from and that...
1: I mean I believe that you're sorry I don't totally I just don't totally get where it came from
2: Help me and, out Meryl and, and, Do no, you? I, Well I want, I want to want say to hear thank your point you, of you. Well, I was listening I try to be a listener mm-hmm. but also it came up we were at a holiday party together Lisa and I and we must have been talking about I don't know how it came up the subways or something I don't know and I mentioned Dylan and, and you said well Dylan was uh, angry at you yeah. for this reason, right? And and you were you were expressing remorse, and and bottom line, thank you, Dylan, for coming here because I take it as a huge compliment that you Certainly. feel like. First of all, if we've been wanting to get together. Yeah, for sure. And, and second of all. In I mean, heart, I, I do I think, think
1: it's positive that we're producing something tangible out yeah. of this. Yes,
2: and, and that, and, that, and, it's, and as we yeah. know, if I interrupt you, no, apologize? it's okay. No, as it's okay. we know from our administration, words are really meaningful. Right, and you did not. I I truly believe, in the heart of hearts, you said it out of your quirky awkwardness of life, and also habits. We're in habits. Mm-hmm. of doing things and so like even before we and i said yeah, that just makes say sense. dylan you know people i've known i've actually known well you don't have to just people say people since i'm in my early 20s well, you don't
1: like, have to just say dylan though is the thing like i i am i mean i do identify as a woman
2: yeah
1: and you can call me a woman i just don't want to be called a man
2: yeah that's, that's,
1: that's i mean you can call me dylan but you can also you know there's you don't have to judge like You don't have to avoid referring to my gender. I mean, if it makes you like that awkward that it impedes you just trying to get a a basic task or conversation finished, then by all means, just refer to me as Dylan. But I'm saying is that that's that's not the only way to communicate with or refer to me.
0: Okay, you know, I'm going to say that I think. That. I'm, I think that, and and this is not just about you, I think that this comes up a lot with transgender people that we're not all, we're not all, you know, conditioned to use all the pronouns the way that we should, and you're right, we should all learn. But I do think that a lot of it is unintentional, and I don't think that it's fair to be judged. Like I feel like what I'm seeing you say to Merrill is sim- feels similar to what, in a certain way, to not to a much lesser degree, what you did with me, which is to, um, you know, say she should that she's avoiding using your pronoun oh, or, or until you get used to it <laughs> yeah like give us a break give us a break <coughs> don't we?
1: I'm, i mean the thing is that you you're you're really smart so it's kind of um i feel like it's it is a little absurd to um it's a little absurd to just act like you don't you don't like know anything about this when i think that you you do lisa
0: I'm not saying I think that, that you're really, at all. I
1: think that you're really smart.
0: No, but I'm not <laughs> trying to say that, Dylan. What I'm trying to say, it's a co- for me, it's kind of a cognitive thing. I mean, I get yeah. like left, right. I have a little bit of dyslexia. You know, it's a cognitive thing. It's not like I'm looking at you, Dylan, and mm-hmm. what I see is a very like talented, driven, creative, original person, and. And all that, all of that, that goes with that. And these are, you know, whether you're what, even your physical being isn't like the main, that's not what it's about. It's about who you are, what you're putting out there, what what you're giving off. It's not about your pronouns. I feel a way about everybody. Meryl, too.
1: Do you have a habit of calling Meryl he?
0: Um, No, because there's no sticking point. When I look at you, I mm-hmm. get nervous that I'm going to call you the wrong thing. Not because, so it winds up making me feel self-conscious, a little angry and pressured. Mm-hmm. Um, compassion. It makes me feel a lot of things. But it doesn't make me feel more comfortable with being in tune with your gender
2: something that makes me think of because you're also saying well this is lisa you know, who i'll say leaving her name is levy and and you say and what are what does the other people say if this mm-hmm. is someone you respect as an artist don't or you know <laughs> it's like I have a. I still have a very Lord deep of, respect
1: for your art, Lisa. Oh, thank
2: you. You know, I here I am in, in a very long-term relationship with a woman, and we get invited to my future sister-in-law and brother-in-law's like wedding shower, and we get separate invitations. <gasps> and, and that's I, fucked up. The hurt was, I said, oh. I said, you yeah, can save the stamp. So you have, you know, you can, have, and and it took great, and we, you know, it's like the gall.
1: Yeah, that's really fucked up.
2: Yeah, it's very it's very very fucked up and i you know didn't have the conversation saves the stamp you know it's so like you know i i just can't you just can't do that and and so just so so that conversations are important as as much because it's really uh This is hurtful and devastating. Hurtful. It's very,
0: very, yeah. Well, this is what's bothering me. Did I interrupt you?
2: Absolutely. That was was, it. That That was like, Um,
0: this is what's bothering me. I'm not the, I am, I I believe that I am open minded about Mm -hmm. people. I like to get to know people. I like to see what people are truly like if I can. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have been you know, whatever, vulnerable because of that. And I, if I'm the person that you're giving shit to, I'm not that, I'm not the person who's the problem.
1: I'm not giving you shit. I'm being honest.
0: Well, I think it's also, but you are. I'm doing
1: you the courtesy of being honest about this.
0: Well, it's, it's hurtful too, but it also feels really critical it's not.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, it is, it is critical because I mean, you like said something really hurtful to me and I think I have the right to be upset about that. And in talking to you about it on your show, I'm trying to resolve it in a productive and tangible way instead of just holding this resentment.
0: Right. And I think that I've made it clear that I made that I know it's an, it's it's a mistake. I understand how I hurt you. Okay, it was really dumb. I've apologized. We've gotten all that out, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and
2: and and there we go. It's like that awkward Thanksgiving conversations with people. What you know, do you think? Uh, do you think we should? Are just, we
0: ready to move past this? Yeah. 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 Thank yeah. You. Thank Meryl, you both. Thank, yeah. thank you both
2: for coming together.
0: And and I I just don't. I'm not the kind of person that is judgment. I mean, Meryl, give me. I think. I think stand up for me, Meryl. Dylan, I think Dylan,
2: in Dylan's heart of hearts, Dylan wouldn't be here if Dylan. No, because I I believe that
1: that that um, it yeah, I believe that it you know was um. So I'm trying to find the right word. That I believe that it was worthwhile to come here because I, I know that we're capable of. Having a um, nuanced discussion about this,
2: okay, okay, and so so, people- so
0: we so we are moving past this Dylan
2: sure, are you ready to move? Oh, past we're at this? A, you're at a new uh, level, uh, and you're building a relationship, rebuilding yeah, a relationship
0: yeah and, uh, yeah, yeah and- i mean i'm not, I'm not yeah, you well, know maybe. what i don't i'm I'm glad that we had this discussion, and I feel completely good about it. I do resent sometimes being picked on like everybody else by people who assume that I'm thinking the wrong thing or thinking badly or mistakes I've made, you know, right? You understand that?
1: Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. And here we are.
0: Here we are. Okay, we are. so let's get down to, so tell me what you guys, so you guys are seeing each other for the first time. Let's talk about that.
2: Yes. Yeah. So, yes. So, you, would you like to go first, Dylan? Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I know this is a pretty, I guess I didn't, ex, I guess I didn't expect this to be how I'd see you for the first time in 10 years. <laughs> um,
2: i my fault I should have all those events that you're going having I'm like I need to show up well, no, but I'm just catching up online. life no it's okay it's kind of it. and I can't even give proper hugs because I don't want to spread a cold oh yeah because you don't want to okay cold. I will talk about well, Dylan
0: well wait let me just say this that Meryl the reason you guys are here is because Meryl you and I had this discussion about Dylan and you're the impetus for bringing us all together yeah. well, so I said, I, I've been it is to get actually together really kind yeah. of a beautiful thing that we're all here and this yes. is it's actually very appropriate. This is why you guys are seeing each other I think for the first cool. time. So what was your first impressions? You've already okay. had that.
2: Well, well, well I, I, um, I couldn't remember if I knew you in sixth grade, but I don't no, really yeah, remember you the didn't. interview. So I was, I was asked to find you were in seventh grade. Yeah. And what I do recall mostly is Dylan was in my, my class. There was like, you know, there's a, a visual art teacher. In, it's a small school. And I was the digital art teacher. And this was after, yes. Lisa knows me that I was, you know, for my Bushwick work, and yes, I was a school teacher in Bushwick for fourteen years, and then I went on sabbatical, and I needed a change, you know, I just needed a change. So I uh, took a job at a school that would let me teach with computers at a school called Institute for Collaborative Education, and so we're talking about probably two thousand and seven is when Dylan started at ICE Institute for. Um. Yeah. Oh, no. 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 It would
1: have been two
2: thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Oh my god. Yeah. Two thousand nine. I was like, and here you were meeting me, who I mm-hmm. um, taught for thirty-one years. So I was pretty crispy, <laughs> and um, with a goal in mind. And I remember very much where you sat in the classroom, and we were working And for two years in a row, Dylan sat in the same. Computer station. It was like your station.
0: And tell us what you were teaching, Meryl.
2: Digital art. Digital <laughs> art like was. just. Um, I don't remember what project it was then, but when we were working on some on kind computers. of maybe something with Adobe Youth Voices. And I remember you showing me these little animations you did, and somebody was flying. And I said, oh, just keep doing that." I and I and whenever the homework was on, I said, "Just show me your sketchbooks." Well, I
1: remember you. You said to to bring you. Um, I think four or six or so somewhere between that pieces of art. And at, at first I was actually really frustrated with that because I think in my head, I thought that you wanted like specifically like visual art. And then I, then I think I asked you cause I would make, I would usually make on average like one video with my friends a day because i had a youtube channel that i i'd not a day i'm sorry a week that i would um post videos to and it ended up amassing like 400 something videos from the time i was like nine to the time i was maybe 17 um and i asked you could i print out like five or whatever stills from the video as the pieces of art and you said yes and so then i think that I think that, that that pushed me to think outside the box a little bit in terms yeah, of what a bit, constitutes art.
2: Like a box of, like, everybody put their sketchbooks in the box. Yeah. Yes. yes.
0: So, and- Meryl, were you surprised by what Dylan was doing? Did it seem like...
2: I mean, then? Was I yeah. surprised then? I, I just knew Dylan was a very extremely talented person that I found inspiring. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not going to put this, th- this person's on has a vision. I mean, so sophisticated so mm-hmm. delightful. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, this is a reason that people can bear to be a teacher. Come on. It's like, right. it, was, it was exciting. And always very well behaved. Oh, Long really? hair. Very well, well behaved. behaved. I was well
1: behaved in her class because I liked her.
2: Oh. Yeah, very well, and just a, a delightful. I, I did
1: have kind of a reputation of, I, I would do good in my classes, I think. I just had, I did have some behavior stuff. It wasn't with you, though, because I I actually, I I liked you.
0: Did uh, did, did do, Dylan stand out in the school? Did he did he have a reputation or anything? No, Dylan was. I mean, it's it's a, a good in person. A, in any but, behavior I mean, issues, Dylan is the like...
2: person. Dylan is now You're yeah. a good person mm-hmm. and a an extremely talented person. So I'm not surprised that you went into your multi artistic life, creative life you have. Mm-hmm. when i did see postings i mean to be honest when i did see postings that you were transgender i i didn't even think one way or another and i yeah, didn't I mean, ha- that and i'll just sense. say this as a teacher mm-hmm. i mean sometimes you, especially a, a, uh you know a, a queer teacher you think you have like your vibes about people i had no vibes one way or another mm-hmm. and i ne- never did yeah you, that makes you sense. are you are you are who you are mm-hmm. and um I'm so proud of you! Uh-huh. I really appreciate that, Merrill. Uh-huh. Yeah, proud of you. Uh-huh. Like, it's hard to pursue this a life in the arts. Oh and my it. God! And, yes, it, it, it is just really just just, uh, just overflowing with talent and creativity. And you could
0: tell right but away,
2: right? I, absolutely, it's exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. Did he have a? Did yeah. she have a great there sense we go. of
2: Still style? Was, yeah,
0: yeah, totally. Like little. I, I mean, little in those lines. days, did she? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. So really. Good for good for you, good for you. Mm-hmm. but to be multi talented in music and producing and well, it's funny. I was actually
1: really. I actually ended up taking music after, and I was actually. I actually did not do very well in Royce class. Yes, but I. But I did get good at music just on my own terms. I, I feel.
2: There's something I'm, I'm going to transgress, mm-hmm. but something you spoke about in 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 the in the documentary film about you, oh, yeah. Women for Mars, mm-hmm. as you talk about the fact that you. Your voice can go up and down. It's like all of us who can pass. As being a pretty because I know I'm a pretty woman. I mean, I'm yes. a woman. I know yes. I'm pretty and I don't have like a real dikey look or anything like that. We can pass. Even right. as a Jew, I can pass. Right. We are all I mean we can pass. I know the safety of passing. Not that I want it, but this is who I am. Right, right. And you right. know the safety of you can that people can perceive you how they are. Right. Right. But we have to not everyone can or want to. Or is and and everyone has the right to to live their life, feeling safe and and be accepted for being the good person they are.
0: I I totally agree and with it's that. Hard. I I know. So,
2: so but I am very very very. I know you're going to continue to do really great work and great. Thank you. And, I look yeah, forward to your seeing life.
1: yours as well, Meryl.
2: Yeah. So. so. so
0: Dylan, what was your um, impression of Merrill as a teacher, and Merrill as um, a queer person, lesbian, queer? What, what's the pro- proper word? I'm. Uh, well, <laughs> I think someone
2: who's in a forty uh, year relationship would. Right. woman. I, I, should, I should say lesbian. I'm queer. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I've always been queer. Yes. Yeah, so, I know as a kid I was queer. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know what it was. But I know. Yeah. I know. I and am you a queer, have or, you like know, a really. They're, they're always- I love.
0: I still remember what you said about your partner Patty that you guys loved. You love traveling with her. And I, I loved hearing that, how much you guys love with, traveling with her. That oh. she's your favorite oh, well, traveling. But
2: Better like travel you. But,
0: but anyway, so that must have been tough. In, was it hard in your career? Well, it was awkward I mean,
2: the first, like most of it where you just like don't say anything. Right. You know, yeah, but at it, it, ICE, we had a coming out day. Th- thank you, Ellen DeGeneres. Oh,
0: okay. You know, like, so you had a coming we out We had a
2: coming out, out day with everyone in the whole school, but they're, whatever their identity were Everyone wore a pink triangle, and everyone was. Oh, know, my. You know, so we had a bit God, big discussion. I love that. But, but before I don't remember that, that. I don't know
1: if I was there for that. No,
2: that was before. That, you. Oh, that okay. was
0: before his time. Yes. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah Like good. in the arts. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, 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 and other I love
0: and, that. it's, it's, it's,
2: all, it's anyone's life to spend your life, especially being working life and not be able to be authentic.
0: Right. No, that's horrible. So so you were in a progressive school where they had a coming out day and you were in Bushwick.
2: He just didn't talk about it.
0: Right. You know, but
2: but as soon as they had domestic partnership, hello, we're in there, you know, and, and it was obviously, and you just, you just don't talk about it. Don't ask, don't tell, which is not, which is not healthy. Horrible.
0: But no, healthy. it's not good. Yes. So, Dylan, did you know that Meryl was queer? Could you tell or did it matter? Or did you think uh, no, about it? No, I
1: mean, I didn't think about it and it didn't matter
0: mm-hmm. to me.
1: I mean, mm-hmm. just in school, I, you know, I just knew you as, you know, my, you know, a really supportive teacher who encouraged me to do art. I, I wasn't I, really I, thinking about your sexuality, mm-hmm. nor was I necessarily thinking about mine.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <that's>, just <laughs> like people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah be- and, and you did have beautiful long hair i did yeah is. i
1: had i had really long yeah. uh, brown oh, hair it's my natural color
2: ah.
0: yeah so yeah. i bet meryl meryl was a well a beloved teacher right did well what's she, actually what what's like?
1: interesting is that i think before i signed up for your class because it's an elect it was an elective um i think there was a, a, a few kids who were like oh like meryl's crazy but really? now i can tell you i can tell you that now yeah, it's okay and I was like, "Well, I don't care. I mean, I want to do digital art, and so I saw him everyone was like, "Oh, you know, be careful, Meryl's the crazy teacher." And I got there, and I was like, "Well, if this is you know crazy, I don't want to be sane. I mean, you know, okay. you were smart and you were really nice, oh, and you, you encouraged me and so maybe maybe it's just that any people who've actually you know been been um positive influences and have encouraged me have all been crazy." <laughs>
2: <laughs> definitely neurotic, you know, and definitely that's, like not I, I definitely not think as other people. I
1: definitely think my art also appeals to crazy people, so yeah, that yeah, makes sense.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neurotic. That's you Neurotic, know, yeah. Compliment, Meryl, huh? No, I I'm I'm complimented and I was not the super I mean I've won many teaching awards during my career and a I think lot of a great things. Yeah. But I was not like functioning at hundred and twenty percent, not at all. And I was at a...
0: What do you mean by that?
2: I believed in slow sim- simmering. I had a goal. No, I wasn't going to burn out. Oh, and mm. I had to make it through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm one of those artists who needs security. Yeah, that I makes need, sense. I needed right. security. I, need, yeah. I needed this. I hear you. This. And and so I was not the best teacher or the most oh, this I or think that. Like, I but I get so many. I, it's so funny. Online for th- mm-hmm. through social media, I get kids who are now like, grown up and they're like I'm so sorry I was so bad. It's like you weren't bad. <laughs>
1: and some of the kids were pretty know. disrespectful in your class I remember. I remember being surprised because I remember like why do you want to waste your time doing something that when you could be doing something that's like actually fun.
2: Uh, you wondered that why would yeah, you? Like, yeah like
1: because all the kids were like you know they were like being pretty just rude in your class and I was just like this is like the one class that's like actually like really like oh, like cool. fun and like cool oh, and okay. like you're kind of like what like you're just like why do you want to fuck it up?
0: And like, had air conditioning. And that's did have air conditioning. The air conditioning yeah. was great. That's yeah. part of the just being an art yeah, teacher, yeah. isn't it? Is yeah, that what you yeah, mean? Yeah. Like yeah. art class, yeah. some kids like think, well, this is fun. And
2: so, so, so I'm very. I'm not a, I'm not surprised mm-hmm. of who you
0: who you are becoming. Thank you. To where you are now.
1: I appreciate that.
0: Appreciate you. I would. I would love to. I would love to. I wish I could go back and see. When did you guys become aware of each other on in social media? I'm guessing.
1: So it was. Um, so yeah. Uh, un- until maybe 2015, 2016, I had no idea about really about Merrill's work, about Meryl's, you know legendary photography, because you never really talked about it in class. You were focused on the kids.
2: I was focused on the job. Yeah, you focused on the <laughs> job, and
1: but but I, I feel like you spent so much time encouraging the kids that you never really mentioned your own work, which is a degree of humility. I don't know if I was a teacher that I would have. Well, um, uh-huh. But um, it was when so Antoinette Johnson, who I've worked with through Trauma, the horror movie production company, um, posted a picture that was taken by you, and she said. You weren't in the picture. It was just.
2: I took a picture of her in the stairs at Bazaar. Yes. Yes. 2015. Mm -hmm.
1: And she posted and she said, it's such an honor to be photographed, you know, by the legendary (laughs) Meryl Miser. And I, there wasn't a picture. I just saw her. She typed Meryl. And I was like, Meryl. Oh my God. And I looked up Meryl Miser and it was you. It,
2: it, it is us.
1: Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. It's like my fucking teacher. I didn't, and I, I didn't realize that you were this, you know, incredibly legendary photographer. Oh, wow. And then I looked up like all of your work and I was like, this is fucking incredible. This is oh. so cool. And, 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 and furthermore, I was just excited that I, I think she had tagged you. And so it was the first time I actually found out I was able to figure out where to find you on social media. I didn't know how to reconnect with you.
2: Wow! I wow, didn't. Okay, yeah, that picture. So that was in 2015. Yeah, and I think Antoinette was moving away soon to Texas, going to California Yeah, that could have been it. Yeah. So, yes. you, Dylan, you reached
0: out to Merrill
2: then. Yes. I, I, mm-hmm. Just thinking about somewhere mm-hmm. I must have photographed of seventh grade Dylan and eighth grade because I was I, wanna always, see I, see I don't know
1: if you did photograph me. I don't remember. You it.
2: Maybe. Probably I mean,
1: did. if you find it. I would it, love
2: it. Would it. It'll be like, it'll be a, I'm just getting through the 70s and 80s now. right? <laughs> <you> <laughs> but it, it must be. How could I not? For sure. It was something, it's how, you know, artists have their ways of coping with meeting people and how they socialize. Right. Lisa interviews people, <laughs> does her odd humor, does her artwork. I mean, we all, yeah. I, that's how right.
0: I, that's how I, one of my, my coping
2: mechanisms right,
0: with, <laughs> yeah. with the other people <coughs> I would Excuse love me. to see a picture of you Dylan if you have one I'll post it I don't it have the, many pictures you
1: know. of me from that time
0: <laughs> and, and I was you must have still
2: been in. Oh, you know, actually you know
1: I have videos from that time but not many pictures because oh. I posted some because I made, I made a ton of videos and I put them all on YouTube but I don't, I don't have many pictures
2: the reason I know I must have a photograph of you because mm-hmm. I have like this photographic mind, and I know mm-hmm. how you looked, mm-hmm. so uh-huh. I must have an image of it that, oh. that is in my brain somewhere. Wow. An early I know Mer- exactly what. what an uh, early be and, or it would be cool to see. and you were definitely not this tall.
1: Well, yeah, no, I probably mean? would have yeah, been yeah, shorter because exactly. on account of me being okay, twelve. So,
2: okay. <laughs> yes. So, so there we go. So something we all have in common is a connection to Miss Subways.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. We were hearing. We were hearing that. Okay. That. Well,
2: okay. I mean, I because when Lisa, when you were Miss Subways, and then you and Theo, I'm gonna say it wrong. Theopia, Theophobia. Miss Subways.
1: Yeah, uh, well, it was me because it was me and my guitarist Matt. Uh, basically, kind of, yeah, we basically won collectively, um, because we performed as a unit, and I almost want to say almost as like one fluid being almost mm. like we mm-hmm. almost tried to act as one being if that makes any sense
2: so i grew up m- my dad mm-hmm. has the oldest sister is aunt cheryl Meisler, who became worth me. Oh, that's, that's
1: funny that it rhymes with your name
2: and, and she was <laughs> and i looked it was and you look like her i look just like yeah, her. yeah
1: so it's so it's just funny that she her and, and her name is cheryl miser
2: you knew she Cheryl, Cheryl. No, I'm just yeah. saying it's
1: funny that it, she it like rhymes with your name and she like looks like you like that's like a little like that's like a little comical and like in like like a pleasant way.
2: I think she was named Shirley. All my oh, her name is Shirley, yeah. but she changed her name to Cheryl. All oh. well, my father and all siblings changed her name. They transformed. So it's Cheryl and I was, I mean, I look more like her than her children look like her. Wow, and, and
1: she's was, not it, your she. And she was, I'm sorry, your aunt.
2: She's my father's sister. Yes. Right. Uh, okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. And she and I grew up with the lore that Aunt Cheryl was, was a contender, which was a contender <laughs> mm-hmm. or was a, you know, it wasn't a wasn't a didn't win the crown, but was right a finalist, a, a yeah, finalist, finalist. And in some the... subways. And even at her and and even at her funeral, there was a picture like you know, this was her. Miss Subway's picture. He just saw by the post, and right and, and while we were waiting, I, said, I called my my cousin to find out. She said well, she does have a, like a letter saying you about her coming for her interview. Oh, but, you have to so, send that to so me. So I have this, so we can this. post
0: all this stuff together. All this, all these okay, memories. So Miss Subway. Yes,
2: I mean oh, I literally went to like a uh, distant uh, relative's hundredth birthday a few years, hundred second birthday. Wow! And someone was sitting at a table. And they said, "I know someone who looks just like you,"
0: and oh, they knew my aunt. So yeah, you know, like I
2: really look like her. And so. in those
0: days, it was a beauty contest. That's what's yeah, so funny a, well, about yeah, of it. Of course,
2: it's if you look at you two, you're both beautiful <laughs> and All talented. Of <laughs> so there we go. We got the Miss Subways that of the way. So good. And I like the subways. You know, they go. No, no, mm-hmm. no. The
0: subways are a necessary evil. Yes. Okay. Right. But they so, are working mm-hmm. on them. So you know what else we all three have in common is long histories with New York City.
1: Oh yeah, that's true.
0: You know, I mean, I think that's really what it goes back to in a lot of ways. I mean, um, I had to move back here. I had to grow up in the in the suburbs of Philadelphia. Move back here. I mm-hmm. I would have loved to have gone to uh, high school here though. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I've, I think I've, yeah, I've lived in New York City my whole life. If, if you, mm-hmm. if you include Staten Island as New York City, right you lived in New I lived City. in Staten Island for a few years. Yeah,
2: yeah, the the the, the,
0: the special island of New York City. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I consider it New York City. I still think living in New York up until you know second grade was a really formative thing for me because <laughs> you know we did have like a really you know mixed you know school and public school in New York Mm -hmm. um, you are exposed to just so much more stuff and so much more culture and Mm -hmm. I studied at I went to art school at MoMA as a little girl and stuff like that and I think like there's so much great influences kids Mm -hmm. bring your kids up here don't like shove them out to the suburbs they can find lawns to run around on anytime so I think there is something really great about being a kid here in New York. And you were a kid here too. Yeah, I was born in, in the
2: Bronx, but a, a mm-hmm. two and a half moved out to, brought up in North of Massapequa, Long Island, Plainage High School. But mm-hmm. there's a story. When I was around five or six on the radio, heard a story about a woman from
3: mm-hmm.
2: Massapequa who was denied a marriage license because this woman was born a man. It was, supposed, it was engaged to a Engaged to a dentist in Massapequa. Mm-hmm. And and it was a big deal. Christine Jorgensen. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, Mass- She's Mass-
1: like the OG oh, translator.
2: Yeah. My ears were perking. It's very interested, very like, oh, wow. She's a real... somebody I like, heard about this. And I was really young. And then when I was in my early tw- Early twenties, around 24, 25, I was in in New Orleans, Mardi Gras, and I met Christine George. Oh, wow. oh and my I said, god! And I photographed Christine. Wow. What a beautiful woman! Yeah, I mean, this is oh, like this. Sure. And I said, "We're two girls from Massapequa. Yeah, so, she
0: was a real like so, maverick in yeah, her so day. Was, was, she really yeah, is important in the his, in the history of.
2: Yeah, and not fair. This person should have been able to marry yeah. her, her dentist. So but an wow. awareness in the Uh,
0: 50s so before we only have like 10 minutes left and i want to make sure that we get in um you know some that our listeners hear about what you're working on what you've done your projects we didn't really get to that but we did start out there so so um We we had things to talk about we had things to talk about yeah this is still processing i'm still processing are you dylan to an extent. Or are you over it? Maybe you get over it. Life is things.
2: processing. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's a Life good... is Meryl... I'll be processing. Yes. Yeah. Meryl just summed okay. it up. Uh, so anyway, Meryl, go ahead. Why don't we talk about, um, you know, just give us the, the rundown uh, okay. on what you've done, what you're doing, what you're involved okay. in. Okay,
2: well, Bushwick has been very good to me. Yes, yes, yes. you didn't, you know, I didn't start showing these pretty wild pictures of my life till after retirement. But I, see. I but I did when you were like two thousand and nine, I had my first show. I thought I thought took you on a trip to the Brooklyn Historical Society.
1: I mean I don't think I saw your photos. Yeah. I, I don't remember going on a trip with you. Okay.
2: Oh, that's surprising. I was <laughs> um, I mean
1: I, I remember I went to the Adobe the Adobe like Youth Film Yeah Youth Voices, film, fe- yeah, yes, youth voices film Festival and I think you were there but because you had my film show there
2: yes but oh wow yeah
1: meryl got me into my first ever film festival when i was 12 yeah Yeah. 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 Um, it's pretty incredible but um but i yeah i don't remember going on a like a field trip field trip all right well
2: yes you don't but youth voices that was cool Yeah, your first. Your yeah, that was first my first. That was my first film so festival. Yeah,
1: part
3: of
2: that. So that's really yeah. cool. Um, I, actually, I thought that was at yeah, the last year. when uh, one of the kid, one of the kids' work was in the Tribeca Film Festival. Wow, that's pretty incredible. Uh, I always thought I'd wow. be one of those teachers that sits at the end and I'm just reading the newspaper wow. and it's like I'm going to get paid whether I teach or not. But I was glad not to wow. to go out on a high note. Um. So oh, so I'm coming want- next week. I'm going t- on, I'm diving back into to the. To residency at Virginia Center of Creative Arts, well, I'll be in the dark room for a month. I am. I've, I'm going retro, Dylan. i mm-hmm. first printing work that's never been seen wow. from the 70s and, and, so and 80s. So you're going back through your archives
0: and, of and, and, pr- and printing. And, and um,
2: mm-hmm. what's definitive is that I um, on October October. <laughs> excuse me, March March. Is it 12th? The the show Studio Fifty Four Night Magic opens at the Brooklyn Museum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're and and I'll I have a lot of work in that, and I'll be coming up for the opening for that. And there's going to be some merch. Knock on wood, I have a new gallery, but I can't say it out loud yet. And (laughs) if I said it out loud, but I can't, I I can't believe it, or it just feels like it's not real. And
0: there's some. And you have a lot of books published.
2: Oh yeah, and, and I'm working on another book. with oh, Bazaar. Bazaar changed yeah. my life. I mean, Bushwick changed my life. Yeah, it was so good to me. And and, and even though Bazaar is closed, mm-hmm. I've am so, I'm, I'm working with John Stefan Sauvere on another mm-hmm. book that's going to to come out in the fall. The fall, it's going to be called New York or it is New York Paradise Lost Bushwick Era Disco because the first book, A Tale of Two Cities Disco Era, Bushwick, it sold out. It was done so awesome. quickly. Hmm. And I didn't really start to process that work and how much there is. And this one will make, the next one's going to make that one, the hmm. sassy seventies and disco era hmm. Bush would look like a fairy tale. Wow. Awesome. Uh, they're, they're that's much, amazing. Much that's, edgier work. I can't wait to okay. see yeah, that. And wait. you guys
0: can check out Merrill's work at Merrill Um It's also on the Facebook page and okay. I'll post it when I post the episode. So Dylan, you've accomplished a lot. You're working on your seventh feature film.
1: Yeah, that's it's. Uh, we just finished. and
0: he's only 22. <laughs> she. There we go. <laughs> there we go. My God,
1: we're all learning today. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, my um, my yeah. So our rough cut is completed, and we're in the sound mix now. Um, we're in picture lock. Everything visually is there. Uh, it's a 2 hour 20 minute film it's called Spirit Riser uh it's being done in collaboration with uh True Groove uh Records and this is actually their first feature length film production um and uh yeah it's it's i wrote and directed it and it's it's loosely i don't know if i just said it's loosely based on Edgar Allan Poe's Spirits of the Dead mm. um uh and yeah, it stars uh, Amanda Flowers, uh, who's a close collaborator with mine. Um, Sherry Curry of The Runaways. Wow. Um, it's uh, narrated by Michael Madsen. And uh, who, if you've seen Reservoir Dogs or something, he was mm-hmm. in that. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, really incredible. And then also I have my first short film actually since, probably since I uh, graduated high school. Um, uh, the bathtub, which actually took me just as long to make as a feature. Wow. Um, premiering March 27th at WFMU Monty Hall as part of the Claris, uh, showcase. So it's actually two premieres in one night. It's it's my my short film and then my really good friend Joseph at Concepcion's uh short film Holy Wound. And uh, Bob Burt from Sonic Youth, who starred in my film *The Bathtub*, is going to be uh, doing a reading of his book *I'm Just the Drummer*, which is all about drumming and Sonic Youth and pussy galore, and a bunch of and with John Spencer and all, all these great all these great artists. Um, and um, and my band Theophobia is going to be playing there, and we also have a ton of other shows coming up, so you can check yeah. us out.
2: I'm, I'm very impressed. It is. Thank you. It's very impressive, right? Yeah. You you guys are busy. How, how do you sleep? We're busy. Right? Yeah. Sleep? Yeah. I yeah. have a how show tonight. Actually, you I don't know? sleep
1: very much.
0: And where's your you got, show tonight?
2: You, you, you mm. want you, I want you to live very long. Yeah. Thank where's
1: you.
0: your? That's, yeah. You got to take care of yourself. Yeah. Where's Not your show world. tonight?
1: Yeah. Ah, uh, which I can't give out the address
0: because it's.
1: But but you can DM them on Instagram. Or you can DM me on Instagram, okay. mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'll give you the address privately. I'm mm-hmm. not allowed to give it publicly. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: There you go. Okay, I will be having some show, other shows, like I'm in a group show. It's Any in New York? Hit, but, and contemporary, and it'll be a show in East Berlin next year. And oh my things god, in like right. London. But anything right. I can see? Anything right. in New yeah, York? But it's not. It's like it's the, 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 so. Wow. We keep going. Wow. Yeah. Keep going. It doesn't feel like I love it, this. seven feature films. Um, I have. I know, it's amazing!
0: Wow, it's amazing! I know,
2: amazing! I know. And you're amazing. Uh-oh. We're all amazing, and, and the people listening, you're amazing too. It's not everyone gets to get an Academy Award or a Guggenheim Fellowship or the solo with the MoMA, but we have a legitimate reason and deserve a space. Well, that's and what we. I
1: just want to get. I just want to win a Razzie.
0: What do yeah, thank you. I want to win a Razzie. <laughs> okay
1: which is the, I think you could go uh, for the award for worst yeah. film, the oh, golden that's what, raspberries.
0: That's what okay, I'm trying to will. do here is trying to get people inspired and stick with their work and focus right. on what they want to be doing. And I love how intergenerational this is and how like, um, Dylan, a lot of the stuff that you're talking about is actually from the generation that Meryl and I are from, like with the sonic youth people and yeah. stuff like that. And, you well, know, I think
2: if I ever met your parents at uh, open school night or, I don't, I don't you met know. my parents. Yeah, I, I oh yeah, to, yeah. Well, they I went to. They were at that? the
1: Adobe Festival. Of course. Oh,
2: yeah. So you met
1: them. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah.
2: That was a big, very big deal. That's a, that's very. Okay, yeah. we only
0: have a couple minutes left. I want to give a shout out to uh, my friend Noah Becker, who is a great artist and a great musician, and he's going to be playing tomorrow night at Cafe Bohemia on Fifteen Barrows Street. So you should check that out. It's at uh, 10 p.m. The Noah Becker Trio. It's his jazz trio. He's a great jazz musician and also the editor in chief, founder of White Hot Magazine. And uh, do you guys? I'll try and get through this quick. Do you guys remember your high school, your song from your school? You, we could. You, we do what? you remember it? I don't know. No, I don't know one. what no, that is. We're not going to have. It. You didn't have a song. Be? Did you have any sports teams? The, uh, polar I don't know. I was never. Did you have, like, you have any no sports teams in school? Ice,
2: ice Baby and the polar bears. And it's just.
1: Oh, I remember the song. But, okay. Ice, ice. It's really nice. Everyone for lunch has to eat their rice. Put it in your mouth. It is fun to eat. Eat your tasty rice. It's a tasty treat. Ice.
2: Nice. I didn't know that.
1: That sounds yeah. like
0: the underground version of the school we song ate. would be. Okay. I, I just want to let play
1: it on recorders.
0: Who knew? I got to do my job okay, here. Yeah. I got to remind people that they're listening to Dr. Lisa Gives a Shin on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is the greatest station in the Western Hemisphere. Uh, so don't forget about our Drive to Five campaign. Go, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Check out our mobile apps and everything and stick around because, you know, we have this afternoon, we've got Ben Talks right after this. We have Lost and Rewound with Elon Danziger, which is a really funny show. It's really funny. He has people play their uh, old mixtapes and cassette tapes and tell stories. And then after that, we have uh book brooklyn bandstand which is a great local bands radio show you should send you dylan have you sent in you guys should send in yeah we we probably will yeah you should send in. i haven't yet but i will yeah send in your tape and um and ben talks and i love ben Ben has such great, he's, he's a great, he just got a job at Sirius. We're all so proud of him here at the radio station. So anyway, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Next week we have on people from the Brick Theater. We love the oh, Brick cool. Theater. Have you ever performed there? No, I don't know what this that is. It's a great is. theater. And I would like to tell the studio audience
2: and to Dylan. Dr. Lisa.
3: about you